Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives! When a restaurant owner was murdered, I wound up with a case that proved to be much too easy. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. Believe me, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. The only thing worse than not enough evidence is too much evidence. All right, Rager, this is it. You'll be sorry for this, Browning. Sure. Sure I will. But in the meantime, you're still under arrest. I marched my prisoner into police headquarters. This is Harry Rieger, Sergeant. I want him booked for the murder of George Tenney. The sergeant nodded. Full name? You heard him, Harry Rieger. Address? Hotel Cornwall Arms. I want to call my lawyer. Shut up. You'll get to call your lawyer after your book. Hmm. Cornwall Arms. Occupation? I'm living off my investments. He runs the poker game at Dan Morgan's casino. Hmm. Occupation gambler. Hey, O'Rourke, show Mr. Eager to his tail and let him call his mouthpiece. Okay, Sarge. Come on, Mud. I heaved a sigh of relief. Well, Sarge, guess we can forget that one. I've got enough on Rieger to hang six men. Yeah? Lieutenant Dawson has four other guys in the cooler for Tinney's murder. And there's enough on each of them to hang six men. So by the time you brain guys get through, you can get a wholesale race on hanging. Maybe. When I arrested a suspect in a murder case, I discovered that Harry Rieger was the fifth man to be charged with the same crime. <laughs> Lieutenant Dawson walked slowly to the teletypewriter. Listen to this, Jerry. Thomas Brannard in Superior Court was today granted a writ of habeas corpus in the George Tenney murder case. My last suspect. What did you expect, Dawson? Grabbing Brannard just because he was Tenney's cashier? You never had a real case against him. Maybe not. But I didn't read the full message, Jerry. They also released your suspect, Harry Rieger. And he's suing you for $50,000 for false arrest. Dawson, have you got an aspirin? Nope. I ate him long ago. Look, Jerry, we got to do something about Tenny's murder, and we got to do it fast. Dawson and I were in a tough spot. George Tenney had been a big-time restaurant owner with a weakness for gambling. I got into the case because of the insurance angle and turned up Rieger as my candidate for murderer because Rieger, a poker dealer at a gambling joint, had made a deal with Tenny to cheat the house. Tenny took the profits, then refused to split with his accomplice, so Rieger killed him. That was my reasoning. But there were other suspects, such as Branner, cashier at Tenney's restaurant. A third killed Tenney because of gambling debts. Another killed him because Tenney's competition was too fierce. And still another... But you get the idea. It was a nasty case with the various motives canceling each other out and nobody left in jail. Dawson and I walked up to the entrance of Dan Morgan's casino, where Harry Rieger was employed as a poker dealer. A big mug blocked the doorway. Sorry, gents. No admittance, unless you get a stage warrant. Well, thanks, Butch. This is not an official visit. Do you pass us, or do we exercise first? 
Step right in, Chance. The dress is yours. I don't like this, Jerry. Somebody gets rough and I have to shoot him. Commissioner will want to know what I was doing in this sort of place to begin with. Quit worrying, Dawson. Come on. Dan Morgan's office is down this corridor. The man sitting behind the desk didn't look surprised as we entered his office. Come in, gentlemen. I've been expecting you. I thought Butch would call you, Dan. All we want is information about Harry Rieger. You mean the late Harry Rieger. Poor lad, he was hit by a car a couple of hours ago. That's life, Browning, here today, gone tomorrow. You're absolutely right, Mr. Morgan. The accident rate in town is terrible. Well, Jerry, at least you won't have to worry about any lawsuit. Yeah, and I'll bet I'm not the only one who can stop worrying about Rigger. Morgan looked amused. Brownie, if you think I had Rigger killed because he was cheating at the poker table with Tenny, you're crazy. Every dealer cheats. It's figured into the odds. The house never loses at the end of the week. Dawson fidgeted and looked unhappy. Come on, Jerry. Rigger's dead. We're wasting our time. Let's visit that cashier at Tenny's. That's sensible talk, Browning. You go chase that cashier. He was probably cheating, too. Maybe he was, Morgan, but I'm not interested in him or in Rieger either anymore. I'm interested in you. You heard what I said. I let my dealers cheat. They all do it and you can't kill them all. I believe you, Morgan. I really do. You not only let them cheat, but this time you encouraged Rieger to cheat because you were out to kill Tenny and needed a fall guy for the rap, and Rieger was it. I don't know whether Tenny held out on Rieger or not. It makes no difference because you killed Tenny and then phoned a tip into the insurance company about Rieger. What you didn't count on was that so many other people had a motive for the same murder that Rieger was released in the shuffle. So you had to kill him, too, before he figured out what you'd done to him. Morgan was still smiling, but he wasn't amused anymore. And why would I kill Tenny in the first place? I took a wild stab at the only logical motive. Because Tenny had a prosperous restaurant, a fine setup, all established and going for another gambling joint that you could take over and clean up on. been so intent on my reasoning that I was caught completely off guard when Morgan pulled a gun. But not Dawson. He shoved his smoking revolver back into its holster, shook his head. Jerry, I told you I'd wind up having to shoot somebody. Now we're for sure in trouble. But it was Dan Morgan who turned out to be in trouble when we got him down to headquarters and patched up the hole in his shoulder. An hour later, his casino was raided and all his dealers locked up. When they learned how Rieger had been tricked into death, the other dealers had plenty to say about Mr. Dan Morgan, including the fact that Morgan had tried first to buy Tenny's restaurant and then to have Tenny put the property up as security for his gambling losses. But Tenny made money. He could pay his debts in cash and always did. So finally, Morgan worked out the plan of murder. We uh, got the murder gun. The same gun with which he'd tried to kill us. And after that, he confessed. Like I said, when there's too much evidence available, it's always a good idea to find out who is making the evidence available and why. <laughs> 